0: you Red UK but quite simply it's a Chicago Bulls thing wherever you're listening if it's available rate review subscribe helps us out and ensures you don't miss another episode I'm Matt and as usual joined by Neil how are we doing Neil
1: I'm good Matt thanks very much Um looking forward to having a chat this evening uh, I've been run ragged by the, the family all day today so I'm delighted to be in my car with the doors closed to be honest <laughs>
0: <laughs> bit of you time Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, tonight's episode uh it's gonna be possibly a little bit risky and we could end up upsetting a couple of people if people Ooh. take the things we say in the wrong in the wrong yeah, in the the wrong way. Um but it's never stopped us before, so <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, so obviously first First thing we wanted to talk about is if people have probably seen on the socials by now, but we've released a website, com. so if you haven't, go check it out, and it's basically just another way of us providing content, Uh, there's some written pieces on there from myself, from you, and obviously a sort of lead writer, as we've described him, uh, Sam Sam Bell, and and, uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, that's an in-joke, which there's plenty plenty more to come, so, um, (laughs) you know, and we don't claim to be professionals or experts or anything like that, we've said that plenty of times on here, (laughs) Um, and, you know, to the end of the day, i left school with no qualifications, So my English isn't fantastic and stuff like that. So, you know, people can say, you can kind of pick your your grammar apart and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, that's not what we're doing it for. We're doing it because we want to, we enjoy talking about bulls and it's another way to talk about bulls. And (coughs) it's kind of giving us another platform to put stuff out there. But we're also inviting other people in to do it as well. So if you think about whether it's once a month, just once in general, whatever, then let us know. You know, because we'll quite happily put it onto the site with full credit to whoever, obviously whoever it is that writes it. Um, we have got another couple of people interested in doing some writing as well, which obviously we appreciate and. It kind of, you know, goes into what we're trying to create here with c Red UK, and that is like a community kind of feel for Bulls fans. um I make it not about me, as like about we as such, you know. So obviously you've stepped up and taken on a, a, a bigger role within C Red UK. Mm-hmm. Um, took some of the work off me obviously with Sam writing it, it, it provides us a way of constantly putting content out there without the pressure constantly being on me to do it and obviously that's what I appreciate that and that's not not where I envisioned it going to start with but it's, <laughs> it's where it's going and, you know, like we said at the end of the season we had we planned to constantly put content out there through the off season and we were still building, and obviously this is just the first first part of it. Um We don't know what the end goal is, we don't know how long it's going to take to get there or whatever, but obviously we're enjoying it, and it's, yeah. the writing's now just another way of... <coughs> like, emptying our brains of Bulls <laughs> content. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know there is other parts to the, the website as well it's not just the blogs there's links to the obviously to this podcast there's um, links to any partners that we're working with there's um, like the, our team section so you can see our handsome faces and.
1: Uh, yeah you don't have to go there if you don't want
0: to <laughs> <laughs> but just a little bit about us and you know obviously anybody who wants to join as a writer we'll, we'll put your your face up there as well so we can see your beautiful faces as well um, you know it's just like I say it's just a way of putting out more Bulls content where it's not just us doing it it's you know allowing or giving a platform for Bulls fans to have a bit of a voice and express your opinion in more than 140 characters or whatever it is Twitter <laughs> allows you to do these days so, um, I don't know if you've got anything to say on it well first we, first yeah. of
1: all, I would like to say that i I happen to think you speak very good England
0: well, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you would say that being from Irish <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah no no it's it it's been great. I honestly did not take myself uh, as someone who could sit down and write an article or a blog or anything like that, but I found when I when I actually did sit down and, and start typing away on my iPad, um, I kind of got into a bit of a groove and I really enjoyed it. So um, I've put a couple of pieces out. I aim to put a few more pieces out as well. And, and hopefully other people might find something to talk about and write about themselves and get involved.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I was doing a bit of writing uh, last year for some guy in America um, as he was trying to create something similar, I think, and took me on as the bulls sort of writer and stuff like that and I was I enjoyed it, but it was very very sorta of time consuming when I was trying to start all this up at the same sort of time and what have you. And uh, quick flex, I did actually put out a one that got read and shared around by Io's mum. <laughs> um and it was the most Popular article on the on his little website at the time, so that's that's a little quick flex for me. Flex, um, but obviously that's what can happen. Do you know what I mean? If it gets read by the right people, and mm. you, you just don't know how far your opinion and stuff like that can actually go. Um, and you don't know who's going to agree with it. You don't know who's going to disagree with it. But that's obviously the worry when you put your own opinion out. And like I say, we we don't claim to be experts. We don't claim to be professionals. Like I say, at the end of the day, I left school with with nothing, no qualifications. Hence, why I had a twelve year military career, and now I'm a truck driver because that's all I can do. Um, and uh, you know, you, you don't have to be an expert in in it. It's just all your opinion. Mm. You know, we're not going to pull you apart for your grammar or anything because, at the end of the day, I, I don't understand it all myself. Um, and everything you see from c red u k is done on my phone. it's you know whether it's the graphics the you know the game day graphics, whatever graphics I put out um obviously all the social side of it, if the podcast is all recorded, edited, and everything through my phone, the website was created through my phone, and the reason I'm saying all this is because text us on to a piece that you've actually put on the website yeah um and this is where we could end up upsetting a few people <laughs> so what you're saying is i could end up upsetting a few people is that well, what you're saying well you've started it i, I just yeah I'll just, join, I'll just join in fair point fair point
1: um yeah no i, I suppose like i say i i wrote a piece uh, first of all just about um how much of a, a roller coaster ride it is to be a bulls fan And then then I decided to take it a little bit further and to write a little bit about what makes a content creator because I suppose that's what we've kind of put ourselves into the position of becoming. Um, So, I mean, have a look on there, have a read for yourself. I do try to think of it from both sides of the coin a little bit. But at the same time, what I've noticed um, from a... a a fan's perspective and from someone who absorbs an awful lot of what's out there by various content creators um a lot of which by the way are fantastic (laughs) might i add um far far superior and more experienced than anything i have anyway i'm not going to speak for you but for me anyway and we all learn a lot from people like that and we're all in it together now the other side of the coin that i kind of put into my my article or my blog was there's also a lot of people out there that don't put in the hard work that's kind of necessary in order to get it right if you know what i mean yeah um we all have an opinion and like we've said most of what we do is based on opinion but we don't pluck it out of the air you know we read stats we read articles from other people we watch every game as we've mentioned maybe once before we (laughs) we absorb an awful lot of other bulls content as well as our own direct bulls content before i would put anything out myself anyway and i know you're the very same and there's just because there's a window out there where you can do it doesn't mean you should necessarily do it unless you're going to do it right and what we are trying to create is an avenue for people that they have a platform and that they can do it kind of the right way now yeah over to over to you <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i mean my take on it is at the end of the day we're not getting paid by anybody to do this obviously no. there's creators out there that are on whether it's networks or or whatever, and obviously they're a lot more experienced than us. They're getting paid to do it. They've they've got to do it because they're getting paid to do it. Obviously, we're doing it because we love talking about bulls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's our passion. It's 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 a hobby. Now, do you know what I mean? It, to to do all this. In turn, I mean, I hate the term content creator because it's like, to me, everybody's a content creator. Like you said in the thing, you know, mm-hmm. you've got a phone, a laptop, an iPad, whatever. All you have to do is put a tweet out. And to me, you're a content creator because you're creating something that somebody is then going to look at. So that's content. Yeah. Obviously, where it crosses over into, like, obviously what we're doing and what, obviously, much more experienced people are doing. Like you say, you've got to to put that work in to, to make it seem legit. Yeah and obviously when you put this uh, this piece up on the website it was around the time that a certain bulls account was getting a lot of criticism on the socials and it's not the first time they've had it either i'm not going to name them because you know i don't want to name anybody mm-hmm. i'm sure anybody who's listening you'll probably know who I'm on about and they put out a lot of clickbait and i think the one that the time was you know according to sources you know Demar Rosen is going to sign a, another three year deal at this amount of money and blah 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 and that was on the first day of the off season of the Bulls off season but this account has got a massive following and it's like you're not not really a content creator you're a clickbait sort of specialist yeah. you know what I mean you've got a couple of big social media accounts or a big social media account across, across all the socials, and you're just putting stuff out there. You're not thinking about what you're doing, and and a lot of bulls fans has obviously to search the name to see who's got a big following. It's like, oh, this guy must be legit, and then he's putting shit out like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's this is where, to me, it becomes like a, it's a bit of a a blared type thing it is because it's like if you're going to use a team's name to promote your, to promote what you're doing but essentially you're just promoting yourself rather than your content I can't take that serious and what I mean by that is say so, so like for me personally I've mentioned it a couple of times on here I'm an ice hockey fan and I I like Rugby League as well. They're my other two sports. But I don't use Sea Red UK to talk about them, because people aren't coming to Sea Red UK to hear me talk about ice hockey or Rugby League. I've got my own social media accounts, you know, my own Twitter account, whatever, where I put stuff out there about my ice hockey teams, my Rugby League team, whatever it happens to be. Mm -hmm. So, (coughs) just, you know, as I said, I don't want to name any names, but I say, like... Obviously, I've got my whole teams that I support. And within Rugby League, for example, I like South Sydney Rabbitohs down in Australia. So for me, as a UK Rabbitohs fan, the first thing I'm going to do is follow all the socials of of the Rabbitohs, the the official ones, and then I'm going to go, right, say, for example, UK Rabbitohs fans, something like that. And what I expect when I go to that is that it's a lot of like minded people. People that want to talk about South Sydney Rabbitohs um the people who kind of run it are putting out good looking content um that is worth reading, you know what I mean? The the not experts in the in what they're trying to say but it's produced through passion and dedication to the rabbits you know what I mean? So say, like, if the guy who runs it's called John Smith, a nice English name, <laughs> I don't want to go on to UK South Sydney rabbits or South, of, what, Sydney, South Sydney Rabbitohs UK, however it's worded in that sense, and see a picture of John Smith sat in his garden with a, a beer in his hand while he's watching his kids on a bounty castle or something because, to me, he's using that name to promote himself and massage his own ego. You know what I mean? If it's a picture of him at a Rabbitohs game, then that's a little bit different. Yeah. And it's kind of like, so he's basically trying to come across as a content creator, but he's using a name of some of the, like, obviously a much bigger team and creator or whatever you know. If you aware heard it, to promote his own sort of personal ego, basically. And that's why I I, I hate Twitter. You know, I shared something in the chat before of it was an an account of a woman fighting. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Yeah. That's the sort of it's all highbrow stuff in our chat, isn't it? <laughs> but do you know what I mean? They could quite easily have used a team's name or a, a famous person's name to as a, you know, a fan account or whatever to get people in. And then they're putting videos on there of themselves farting. And it's like... <laughs> it's, do you know what I mean? So I think basically what I'm trying to say is everybody's entitled to like what they like. Yeah and everybody's entitled to put what they like on the socials and whatever it is and create whatever content it is they want to create. But it's not always going to be for everybody. Um, And if, like that first account I was talking about, you're putting out essentially what's clickbait, don't sort of go into hiding when people are calling you out on it you know if you're putting that out and that is the content you're putting out you've got to stand there and tick whatever comes your way for putting it out then if that do you know what i mean well see i suppose that's the thing if you if
1: you stand yourself up there you've got to be
0: held accountable to what you put out there yes yeah. <clears throat> and like i say if you're using a team's name or a person's name to create that content then to me it's Got to be about that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so, like, like I say, it's got to be about South Sydney Rabbitohs. If you're using South Sydney Rabbitohs in your account name, I don't want to go on there and see John Smith crying because Leicester City have been relegated from the Premier League. Because I'm not, you know, I can't stand soccer, football, however you want to word it. So I don't want to go onto an account and be seeing that kind of content you know what I mean it's just that's my opinion on it uh, like I say it might piss people off it might upset people um, but and like I say it it might sound a little bit contradictory to kind of what we do here and stuff like that but the one thing I will say is what we do here is always bulls related Yeah. yeah because that is our passion you know like I say if people want to hear me talk about ice hockey go follow my own my personal account because that's where I'll do it. Um, and and I say, people are going to like what they like. and There was obviously something else that I shared in the chat before. It, it, it's just, oh, you know, I'm not going to name names. People will know who it is. <laughs> obviously, I, it, it's not my sort of content put it that way Uh, (laughs) and the fact that I can't even talk about it without laughing is because (laughs) when I put it into the chat
1: tread carefully Matthew
0: I was (laughs) (laughs) when I put it into the chat I was just waiting for obviously people's response through text but I was imagining what the response was to it (laughs) as (laughs) well And it it didn't disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> but like I say, this is just it's it's a thing of being a content creator. It's, just, it's not gonna be for everybody. And if you're putting certain stuff out there like that, then if people <laughs> people take the piss out of it and take the piss out of you, then you've got to you've got to stand. And take it basically, yeah. Like I'm sure um, there's
1: plenty of people that take the piss out of us,
0: and that's fine. Yeah, I, as a people, I've seen before we have gone back at people on the socials because whether it's on our opinion or what we're <coughs> trying to do here, you know, people mm. have come at us before. People have continued arguments over and over, and it's like we walk back down from them you know but we're not trying to be keyboard warriors either it's like no. you know we we stand by what we're putting out basically is yeah that's what i'm trying uh, to
1: say I, I enjoy being able to go back and forth sometimes with people and you know everyone's entitled to their own opinion same as we are and sometimes somebody can help you see their side of things or maybe you could help them see your side of things th- through that back and forth and, and I i kind of enjoy that sometimes too
0: yeah and then further down the line is obviously the support of other creators you know what I mean it's yes especially within within Bulls there's a hell of a lot of people trying to create content within Bulls and obviously you know shout out again to Hayes he had Mm -hmm. us on Chicago Bulls Central and he's shown us a lot of support he's given us a lot of advice and you know same with the CHGO boys and yep there was a, a post put out by our guy Troy yesterday, where he actually tagged us in it as somebody to come to for advice. And to me, that's mental. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Because we're not anywhere near the same level as the people that he was tagging us in there with. Yeah. So obviously, we massively appreciate that. And Troy's not the first person that's come to us for advice, or to come to me for advice. There was another UK fan wanting to start a podcast about a different team, um, about a British team, and wanted some advice and I give him it and he's gone off and he's created a podcast on the back of it but then yep, right. I also went back to him for a bit of advice do you know what I mean which I didn't actually tell you about but just to get his opinion on something and it's kind of like Big Dave said to us when he was on you, and I think Peck said it as well you pay it forward yeah you know what I mean? because you never know when you're going to want something back from somebody so it's it becomes very competitive but you don't understand why it's competitive (laughs) it's it's weird isn't it it's we see we're all talking about the same
1: thing essentially and we all have the same passion and we're all kind of coming from the same place but at the same time we're all trying to find our own space out there in the world of social media so even though we're all in it together and we're all very much for each other, at the same time you are kind of trying to, you know, get your shoulders in there too. So I can kind of see why it has a bit of both to it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So <coughs> anyway, that's obviously um, just basically to describe why you put that certain piece on there because it's it is kind of bulls related, but it's it's not, you know, and it's kind of like say potentially contradictory to what we've just been saying. But we just wanted to explain why you put that out i guess you know yeah and, and thinking what's behind it
1: but yeah exactly and and you know like i said i did try to look at both sides of the coin and you know and i do see both sides of the coin and please do anyone that feels like they want to read a bit more about it or see where we're coming from do read it uh, it's on the website and um, and feel free to to say something to me about it on the on the socials i'm more than happy to talk about it further if you want to but Basically I ended it by saying, Look, if you do have a passion, whether it's bulls or something else, go for it. But just be prepared to put the work in that goes with it to get it right.
0: Yeah. Basically don't use that person, that team name or whatever, to just basically ride what's coming. Is that's my sort of take on it, do you know? Yeah, what I mean? it is. It is, totally, yeah. yeah. So yeah, enough enough of our little rant, you know, it's the off season after all and <laughs> You know, things tend to go a little bit crazy, so we'll send it to the ad read, calm down a little bit, and oh. uh, we'll get into some some Bulls content.
1: Yeah, just give me one second.
0: What, I think today that's what we're here for, and we'd be contradicting ourselves if we didn't talk about Bulls, wouldn't we?
1: Well, we would really, if we just ended it there and didn't actually <laughs> speak about the Bulls. And, and while we're speaking about the Bulls, and while we're trying to turn it in that direction, you know, where you can go to get your Bulls gear, Matt?
0: Uh, I believe
1: it's Victory Sports UK. Yes, it is. Victory Sports UK. And we have our little partnership going with them at Sea UK. So do go on to the website, Victory Sports UK, and uh, have a little look around. It's a UK-based sports apparel and equipment store where you can get your NBA and other sporting goods, get kitted out in your favourite team gear and rep your squad through the summer, on your holidays, wherever you go, you can be wearing your team gear. And all Sea UK group members and followers can avail of a special discount code for 15% off their entire range including products that are already on sale and they have a sale on right now just make sure you're liking and following seared uk on twitter or become part of the Red uk group on facebook to receive your exclusive discount code on request visit victory sports to seal your victory with victory sports uk yes
0: so on to the bulls content because in the, the day that's what we're all here for well that's, that's what silly. we're here for anyway Yep And we're going to continue with our um, Player evaluations And A couple of them won't be as long as Some And you'll understand why Because the first one is Javante Green Yes
1: Your guy Didn't get to see much Uh, of him though
0: Yeah (laughs) (laughs) We'll follow the same, uh, same Routine as we did last time Give yep. the grade, give a couple of people's opinions and then we'll have a chat about them. Perfect. So the grade he ended up with was a grade C. Uh, with That was 47% of the vote. He actually got quite a lot of B uh, votes as well, which I find crazy. Um, so you could possibly say C plus, B minus, but we went with the C because that's what it was. Um, Geordie Bulls. It seems so long since he went out injured. If I recall, when he was playing, he was focused more on defence and he was very quiet. Um, jacked at chapter jacked 75, B when he was playing. Uh, Aussie Stew, solid B, was injured for a long stretch and never made it back properly. But early in the season, lots of us will call him from start over Pat. Hopefully, teams remember how good. He was early because his play should have earned him a decent pay rise. Sadly, won't likely be with the Bulls. Um, Jason Williams, another one from our group. I also love this guy. I only gave him a C because of injury. He would always get an A for effort. And Roberto Bertone. I in love Givante, but he's been out for a long time this year, so only a B from me. And obviously we've got Troy's. Um, a little write-up on him. The season started like everything we came to expect from Wu, but a knee injury in December cost him the rest of the season, despite being active and available to play for the last month. He's a UFA, so likely we have seen the last of him in a Bulls uniform, unless he accepts a lower offer to stay. But go get your money, Gervonta. Now, he played 33 games, averaged 5 points per game, 2.7 rebounds per game and 0.7 steals per game. Uh, what did you give him? grade wise. Yeah, um, okay, so I wrote,
1: although his season was pretty much cut short, Wu gave us what we expected from him, energy and fire off the bench. Um, I've tried to grade him based on the 33 games that he actually was involved in as opposed to across the whole season, seeing as he wasn't involved in it. Um, And I gave him a B minus.
0: Yeah, see obviously everyone knows he's my guy he's, he's, he's my favourite player I've list, listed him that on, on our website you know check okay. it out Um Uh but I I found it hard to grade him because mainly them 33 games he did play seemed so long ago yeah and he didn't seem to do a lot in them so I've actually given him a, a C minus and that hurts because <laughs> of how much I love him Um You know, but he's a player that's constantly played out of position as well. Yeah, we know, and we kind of know what we're going to get from him. You know, energy, heart, hustle, muscle, highlight, real dunks. You know, everything like that. Five for the price of one. (laughs) Yeah, and that's why you know, to me, I found it hard to grade him because I can't remember actually seeing him do much of that in them 33 games. Um, Obviously, we did see him in little dribs and drabs, so some of them 33 games would have been like the two or three games he came back from injury, where he was getting garbage time or whatever. Um, And it's like a few of them comments said, it does kind of feel like it's the last time we've seen him in a Bulls uniform. Yeah. And that's a shame, because it would have been nice to see him get a be able to finish the season off on the court at least, you know what I mean? And show us again exactly what we're going to miss if he does end up leaving, which, like I said, it, it does unfortunately look like that's going to be the case. But then it's also like, I think it was Ozzy Stew that said, you know, and Troy, go get your money. He yeah. He's earned it, it. He has. And, um, it, you know, it's a shame that he won't be getting it in a Bulls uniform, but obviously you understand why you won't get it in a Bulls uniform as well. So, yeah, I mean, I'd say some of these are going to be quick. I've got nothing else on him. I don't know if you have. No, no. Right, so the next one is uh, DJJ, Derek Jones Jr. Obviously, we've already spoke a little bit about him in previous episodes. Um, he finished with a Grade B. Uh, 52% of the vote for a grade B. A uh, couple of comments. Bloody horns podcast. He gets a B plus in my opinion. Respect how even if he'd been out the rotation a couple of games, when he did get his chance, he would play his ass off and make an impact, all while playing out of position. The man is six foot five. I have no idea why Billy keeps playing him at centre. Geordie uh, balls again. I love the showtime of Derek. His game has been impacted by the team's change of playing style after Ball got injured, both on court and with the number of DMPs he's had to sit through. If AK can get a top PG to replace Ball, we could run it back with the fast break squad again, who we still have. He's had his moments this season, but nothing to get overly, exo- eh, overly excited about. Sadly, it's a D, but I won't. I don't entirely blame him as mentioned previously would like to see him bulk up this off-season um, uh, i tried reading out this name before so again apologies <coughs> if uh, I butcher it Mike I'm going to go with Jibs- Jibzinski um, I think his at is the only jabs or something like that uh, he had a few moments but was just average for the most part a lot of a lot of that has to do with inconsistent minutes as well hard to get into a rhythm riding the pine uh, Aussie Stew, I give him a B. Wasn't spectacular, but always ready and in different positions and different roles. Sometimes sat cold on the bench for multiple games in a row, then when called on, made a difference. Every reliable role player. And Jason Williams again, I feel he always had an impact and I don't understand why he wasn't used more. Uh, and finally, Troy, DJJ was a great spark off the bench in limited minutes and did an admirable job playing small ball five. The guy always stays ready. His size and length created issues for offences and could hit the occasional three, uh, corner three. Would very much have him back next year if he exercises his PO. And he played 64 games, averaged 5 points per game, 2.4 rebounds and 0.6 blocks per game. So, how did you grade him?
1: I said, uh, Mr Ever-Ready. Only got him in small sample sizes, but stayed ready to go when his number was called. And let's not forget that block and rebound against uh, James Harden and the Sixers to win us the game. Yes. Uh, so the grade I gave him was a C.
0: Yeah, I've gone with a C as well. Um, like I say, we spoke about it and we've spoke about how he's likely to take his player option, which is understandable. Yeah. And I did kind of say... When we spoke about it, I wouldn't really be that annoyed if he doesn't come back. You know, he's it a nice piece to have. Yeah, he because is. Because he is Mr Ever Ready. You know what you're going to get with him. You know that he, he can sit for three, four, five games in a row and come in and still give, whether it's a highlight dunk, a big block or whatever. I mean, if he does come back, I'd like to see him get a bigger role. You know, or a more set role more to the point um, you know and and just frequent minutes because I mm. think he is one of them players that if he's given his chance and he's given consistent minutes it could be just what we actually need do you know what I mean like that kind of wing player that we need you know because is although well, he's a slight frame, he's he's quite a like a lanky frame as well, isn't he? Yeah, um, he is. You know, and with his bounce and his agility, he can get in opposing players' faces quite easy, as we've seen, you know, when he when he plays back up centre. Yeah. Um He's incredibly athletic. Yeah. And I think um Georgie Bulls, as you said, you know if you put a legit point guard out there that can start a fast break, he's the sort of player you want on the end of it. Yeah. And if he's getting consistent minutes, say alongside Kobe off the bench or whatever, and Kobe can develop his game into that, you know, launching fast breaks and stuff like that, then them two could be a deadly combination. Mm. But obviously, they've got to be used at the same time. And for the same amount of minutes, really, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? It's pointless him coming in for garbage time when he's, he's out there with Carlick Jones or something. Yeah, yeah. you know, Because they're all trying to prove the same point, aren't they, at that, at that time? So, yeah, I don't know if you've got anything else on him.
1: Uh, no, I, I, I don't really think there's much more I want to add to it. Um, I would like to see him get more of a shake of the stick at the four instead of the five, maybe. Um, and see how that works out for him, um, kind of backing up P. Will as opposed to backing up Vooch. But um, whether he'll be here or not, we will have to wait and see. But, um, you know, he has voiced his opinion that he would like to try and exercise his player option. But um, he hasn't tested the market yet, has he? So we'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was one other thing I wanted to say in him, actually. He's uh, a bit of a handful, isn't he? Well, he's not. His, his fiance is. <laughs> yeah. yeah if you know you know <laughs> exactly yeah. if you don't know what I'm talking about check out his Instagram yeah, um, <laughs> yeah so next player Mr Zach Levine and I think we mm. might have a bit more to talk about to be fair yeah he finished with a grade B he did get some A votes um, and a lot of a lot less as well Um, and first up Geordie Bulls Zach infuriates me sometimes he's a showman and we all love a showman when he's on fire it seems every one of his shots and drives to the basket ends in points on the board wonderful however last season all too often he went on runs of taking three pointers with unnecessary unnecessary fadeaways missing them over and over again resulting resulting in us hitting a slump while our opponents took advantage I don't know if it's simply playing the percentages or Zach is just playing for Zach. Rating B. Um, Pigeon, uh, hashtag CREDNZ. If it wasn't for the slow start, which was mostly due to off-season surgery, it would have been an A, as he finished the all-season at an all-NBA level. Um, Maria, uh, good to hear from her again. Yep. Yeah and I actually had to Google this because uh, as I've just said I didn't do very well at English Um, and she put uh, some roller coaster emojis and then a C for I'm probably going to butcher it capricious that's how it looks to me anyway and the meaning of capricious is given to sudden and unaccountable changes of mood or behaviour so I think that's maybe linking to the Inconsistencies of Zach, maybe. Yeah. How one game it can be hot, one game it can be cold. And the way he can get moody when he's not getting the calls, maybe. <laughs> yep, so um, you know, was a shout out Maria for putting it and making me actually do some research to see what that <laughs> word meant. Yeah, you like to try and trip us up from time to time with how you send things to us, so keep it coming. Um Roberto Bertone, uh, work in progress. Superstar loading, 82%. Showed a lot more drive to the basket and determination this year. Better defensive hustle. Didn't seem very eager to take as many threes as previous seasons. But most, um, most post uh, there. But post All Star game and with the Pat Bev effect, he was bossing it through March. Just needs to be consistently good. He is the man, though the number one option. I can't name another current SG I would rather have on the team. And Aussie uh, Stew again started slow coming off surgery, then hit his stride in December, January. Back to his best, still only a B because his clutch time IQ needs to get better, and his D, while improving, still has a lot of room. Uh, still has a lot of room to get better. And. Uh, finish with Troy again. Off-season surgery saw Zach have a slow start to the season. Then had finger knuckle injury on his shooting hand, but once past that, Zach played like the two-time All-Star who was given a 250 million de- uh, 215 million deal. Zach played like a man possessed after the All-Star break. Unfortunately, his slow start has a major part in the team's had a major part in the team's slow start. You could also see when Zach's knee was back to feeling hundred percent because not only his offensive explosion back, but his defensive intensity that he showed in the Olympics and early 21-22 was back too. Only issue for me with Zach is he needs to tighten his handles, go see Kobe's trainer, and needs to stop some boneheaded plays. Zach is is a max player whether you like it or not. And obviously, Zach played in 77 games... Uh, Averaged 24.8 points per game, 4.5 rebounds uh, rebounds per game and 4.2 assists per game. Um, I think he was third in overall minutes played, wasn't he, throughout the NBA? Third, yeah, that's right. Um, Ahead of Vooch, I believe it was. Um, And for somebody who come into the season struggling or was struggling with fitness and health and stuff like that, that's pretty impressive, isn't it, to only miss five games?
1: Yeah, it is because I mean, do you remember at the very, very start of the season how panicked we were because he wasn't playing back to backs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, and obviously, I mean, you take out the Dallas game which he sat out um, at the end of the season. That takes it down to you know because that was a nothing game anyway, and it, obviously that was down to rest. Mm. So he only actually missed four games throughout the season, and like you say, there was. Well, two of them was in the first three, was they? Yeah. You know, so, yeah, he wasn't at his best when he first started the season because of, obviously, the niggly little injury. Then, as Troy said, he got that knuckle injury, however, it was in the end. So, I mean, what grid did you end up giving him?
1: Okay, so I said Zach Levine finally became Max Levine at the turn of the year and really turned it up post-All-Star game. Injuries hampered the start of his season and the narrative turned towards him needing to go. He silenced his critics, me included. I did have a wobble with him personally, right up until the final play-in game. Close to an A-, minus, but falls to a B plus. And, you know, I, I totally second, what was it? I think it was Troy that said, whether you like it or not, Zach Levine is a Max player. Yeah. you know he is um whether he's still the number one player and is capable of holding that role and that position is still yet to be seen i think certainly towards the end of the season particularly probably post all star game he looked more and more like that one a or player you know um but the one thing that's gone through my head over the last kind of couple of days was yeah, we had to pay Zach, right? I, I don't doubt that. It's not it's not a question for me. That was our big signing in the summer, was to get Zach and lock him down. But now that we're into this off-scene season and the season didn't really work for us and the 22-23 season didn't really work out, paying Zach that level of money, or any other player, whoever it would have been, that kind of money, has kind of left us crippled because a lot of our cap has been put into Zach. Yeah. And I'm not saying he shouldn't have been paid, but what I'm saying is it's it's backed us into a bit of a corner.
0: Yeah. I mean, in terms of, obviously, his deal, Yeah. they had to do it, didn't they? Oh, they had to. They had to do it. You know, because somebody else would have done it if it wasn't Bulls. And that'd have sent Bulls Nation into more of a spiral because as we see, when every time a Bulls player leaves, they go off and they become better or improved. Uh I'm trying not to mention in any names here. I don't know. Even though I the obvious one is glaringly obvious. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Jimmy. Um <laughs> i like tell you,
1: Lowry, we'll, we'll go down the Lowry route instead. Then how's that? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, uh, I've lost my train of thought now because I've got angry. Um, <laughs> uh, Jimmy, has you're saying
1: that we on we have to we have to pay Zach, or else somebody else would have.
0: Yeah, just it's just Jimmy has that effect on me. Um... <laughs> yeah,
1: we need to get into that too, right? <laughs> I've actually been asked to ask you about where your hatred for Jimmy Butler comes from. I know we're completely digressing from
0: the Zach situation now, but yeah, I, I, I don't actually know. Um, I think a lot of it is because I think when he was at Bulls, obviously he wasn't the player he is now. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, as tends to be, wasn't the player he, he is now when he went to Minnesota, and same again when he went to Philadelphia. He's become who he is, I think, in Miami. And it, it's more of a, a, like a personality thing with him that I don't like. You know, It's just, once I've got something in my head about a player, that's it, I, I don't like him. It's like Trey Young. Everyone knows how much I hate him as well. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm not the only one. And it's just people find it strange when it's a... You know, somebody who many regard as a what a top ten bull. I'd say. Yeah. A lot of people have put Jimmy as. Yeah. For a Bulls fan not not to like him. And the point I was trying to make to Sam today is like obviously about Bulls fans kinda of living in the past. You know, I appreciate how talented Jimmy is and I appreciate, you know, he is one of them type players in, in the league but he only seems to come alive at the playoffs for a start. playoff play Jimmy and then what I don't it's the fact that Bulls fans heart back to something that happened six years ago do you know what I mean it's like just move on I've got plenty of ex-girlfriends that I don't want to go back to <laughs> do you know what I mean because I can't stand them you know it didn't work out first time round so why would I want to go back to them and why do I want to keep bringing it up? However many years later, it's just, and to me, it don't get us anywhere. Going back and saying, "Oh well, we've got Zach Lavine instead of Jimmy Butler." Well, guess what? Zach's here. Zach's that Max player now, and and he's a pretty good player too. Yeah, and if Bulls had to beat Heat in that playing game, you know, because that yeah, Jimmy gets the praise for that game because of how it finished but it was Max Struess that killed us it was yeah you know yeah. so say what you want about Jimmy Butler yeah alright he put up was it 28 points or whatever he put up against us and a lot of them was in clutch time yeah, yeah. he's going to get the praise but if we could have stopped Max Strews early on we wouldn't have been in that situation and Jimmy Butler would have probably gone you know what fuck it I'm going to go sell some coffee <laughs> and give, give my daughter an ice cream in the park because I've got a couple of days off and I'm a dad and that's what dads do but the rest of the NBA will promote it because uh, look at me, I'm fantastic. No, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, well, well done, Sam. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you got it out of me. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I was asked to poke the bear, and that I did.
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah. anyway, back to Zach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I gave him a B plus. Um, he obviously also won our Sea Red UK sort of MVP award yeah. Um, as Bulls' best player for the season and it, you know I can't really say anything different to what everyone else has already said You started off slow and March he had his own little March madness and we got Max Levine instead of Zach Levine for the, a lot of the second half of the season yeah and you do kind of think next year yeah he needs to tighten his handles he needs to sort his bonehead moments out whatever you want to call them do you know what I mean Um, he's and if he can do that and come into the season fully fit as well and work on other parts of his game he's definitely going to go back to being an all-star and hopefully it shuts up a lot of the the haters, and that well, that's if he comes back to Bulls because obviously he could be a trade option. Who knows? Um, another part of the game that I mean it's not so much he's got to work on, but he's got to learn how to do it is get to the line a lot more. Yeah. You know, because you kind of thought when he was, you know, two time All Star, he'd start getting them All Star calls, but he doesn't. No. And it's a big part of his game that if, you know, it's like people like Jimmy Butler, how many times do they get to the line? If they didn't get to the line as much as they did, and half of them are bullshit calls as well, you know, same as what I've said about Joel Embiid before, you take away half of the free-throw attempts they get, they're not as important to that team. So if you can double Zach's free throw attempts into the sort of numbers that they're getting what sort of player does he become then yeah you know or how much more important does he become because you kind of think to yourself a lot of the time when he you know he goes Zachary attackery and he doesn't get fouled and he misses the bucket it's like Zach what are you doing why did you do that you know why didn't you take the three why didn't you pass it out to such and such but if he gets there and he gets it in and he gets the M one or just even the two free throws then you look at him as a di- in a different light I think do you know what I mean it's that closer to becoming that superstar rather than star however you want to word it do you know what I mean if yeah. you can get them superstar calls them all star calls then it improves who you are as a player I think
1: yeah, um, and we got a little taste of it towards the uh, the back end of the season because he started getting a lot more calls and look at what we were getting out of Zach as a result. You know, he was making um, a lot of his free throws when he was getting them, you know, the vast majority of them and his points and his numbers were going up and he looked better doing it.
0: Yeah, I mean, in terms of whether he comes back, whether he's traded, you know, I... I hope he does come back because, regardless of what Bulls fans think of him, he's going to go down as one of. You know, just, he's not obviously really won anything. Obviously, as many Bulls done, but he's surely going to go down as one of the top ten Bulls, just in terms of some of the records that he holds now. Yeah, you know, yeah. The three pointers, the the points, and whatever else it is he's, he's achieved while he's been here. You know, a two-time All Star. He's done that whilst wearing a Bulls uniform. Yeah. So, you know, if he can, if he sees out his contract, God knows what sort of level he's going to get to. Do you know what I mean? He's it, just, you just don't know, and it, I just kind of feel like if we do trade him away, it's going to be another Jimmy Butler, another, I don't know what, D Rose, whatever, however you want to word it. Of why did we let him go? Why did we yeah. get rid of him? Yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, I've got nothing else on Zach as uh, Sam's little input through me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we're fans of Zach. Um, is, is he a perfect? No. Um, he's certainly a flawed player. But what he has in his arsenal and what he has going for him on the upside is... Is incredible when, when when Zach is firing on all cylinders, he is mesmerising to watch. Um, and I I hope that he's not the piece that's used if they do decide to break things up and go in a slightly different direction.
0: Yeah, I I think you know obviously if they do break things up and you know, rebuild, retool, however you want to word it, mm-hmm. I think this is the last the last attempt at building around Zach. It has to be. Way. It has you to know, be. If this, whatever they do this year doesn't work, then that's when you look at moving Zach and saying yeah. you're just not that guy. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, and the last player I want to talk about and we'll try and hurry it up a little bit because, like I say, Sam's little input's thrown me. Um, <laughs> is Dylan Terry. And he ends up with a C grade with 33% of the vote. Um, he got a lot of B votes and a lot of D votes. Geordie uh, Bulls. Uh, while doing some research on Dylan for this, I looked at Chicago Bulls draft picks history page on Wikipedia. Surprisingly, there is no entry for Dalen Terry on the list, which is ironic as sometimes I feel Billy hasn't had DT on his list for the past season either. <laughs> um, Dylan clearly has a lot of energy and when Billy glances across to the bench with 120 seconds of a game to go and give him the nod. He comes on and it's like he's trying to cram 12 minutes of play into that last two minutes. Yeah, He's clearly excited and he wants to impress, but he's not at that stage where the game has slowed down for him. In order for that to happen though, he needs more game time. I'm hoping he has a productive off-season and comes back stronger and with more experience gained from training and playing with established NBA players. D-rating. Um, Laura At LJ nine one two, can I give him an A based on sportsmanship and hype alone? LOL. Well, yeah. Uh, Smoking trees, draining threes, which sounds a lot of fun. Um, (laughs) Obviously, didn't. Well, this was in reply to Troy. Um, They kind of went back and forth, and I won't read it all out. But he basically gave him a B plus. Saying that, you know, he looked at what he did with Windy City, um, looked at how he was around the team and stuff like that, and he was grading him on the season more than his his play, Um, which, like I said, there was a bit of back and forth, and I did have a little say on it as well, Um, and obviously, basically, what I took from it is he's he's excited by him, Um, Aussie Stew. His dancing slash celebrating gets an A. Actual play, there wasn't much. He's a ball of energy, but has a ways to go. Hopefully get more tick next season to see what we really have in him. C. Can't score lower or higher based on opportunity. And Troy's take, definitely a raw project uh, raw project player, but plays with incredible hunger and energy when he got, got on the court, in mostly garbage minutes or when injuries hit. His season will mostly be remembered for his sideline dancing with Givante. DT was the ultimate hype man. Can't wait to see him put on size and strength going to next season. And for his mental pace to slow down a bit because he would quite often get out of control. Uh, like I say, finished with a C. Played 38 games. 2.2 points per game. 1 point, uh, 1.0 rebounds per game. 0.6 assists per game. And 0.3 steals per game. Averaging five point six minutes per game, and I believe he played was it two hundred and fourteen minutes the whole season. Right. Um, Does it all? Yeah. And obviously, when so before we get into like our own grades of it, when um, obviously we put this out as we did with every player, mainly onto Facebook, a lot of people had quite a lot to say. Um, despite not actually voting in the first place. And the Dillon one got a lot of criticism of, why have you put this out? He didn't play. Why? You know, How can you grade somebody who didn't play? And that's where, obviously, you went and found out how many minutes he played, which was 214. Yeah. And it's like, my response to it was, he was on the roster and he played 38 games. Obviously, yeah, only 5.6 minutes per game and yeah it's not a massive um, window to to judge him on but you can judge him from on potential do you know what I mean as we're t- con- con- yeah, consistently doing with P-Will yeah. you can see see what sort of a player he is in that time he's got and I mean I've actually wrote a piece on com. check it out um, about Dylan last night and I enjoyed looking into his stats and stuff like that and I was actually shocked uh, when he had, I found out he actually played three games for Windy City because yeah. it felt like he was down there a hell of a lot. Well, that's uh, the thing. He
1: was yo-yoing between the two teams constantly but I was the same as you. I was surprised to hear he'd only actually suited and booted and played uh, in three games.
0: Yeah, and... I mean my sort of grade on him I mean I'll go into it now I, I'm i giving him a C and it's because obviously we watched him in Summer League and then we watched him in the you know minimum minutes he got I watched him for Windy City so I, I kind of feel like I've got a good understanding of what sort of player he potentially can be and like I say he's, he's an energy guy he's that teammate that they just all seem to love having around and as you've said often enough he only needs a minute
1: yeah
0: that's you know you give him a minute off the bench and you can guarantee he's going to put some kind of stats on the on the board whether it's two three four points a couple of rebounds whatever you know because one thing that I really like about him is I mean his shot's not fantastic and he no. must know that himself because he's the first one to follow it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's like preempting it's going to miss. And he's thinking, well, if I miss it, I want it back. And that's something that a lot of Bulls players don't tend to do. They'll stand yeah. and watch the three go, and it's like, uh, oh, the ball's come back out. I best get back on defence. You know, and so to me, it's just, it is just, he is very raw. it does need to put some size on. Yeah. But he's only 19, or 20, whatever he is. Right, I think He's 20, is he? He's 20? Yeah. You know, so he's still young, but he's obviously been taken under DeMar's wing. You know, he's obviously called DeMar's son now and stuff like that. <coughs> Excuse me. He'll probably be going out to LA to work with DeMar. Yeah. But we saw last year that he was working with, like, Paul George and Pat Bev and... Whoever else it was that he was working with, so he's already in within certain circles as well. Do you know what I mean? To to go and have these workouts with legit NBA players, and it's all experience for him. And he wanted to go down to Windy City as well. You know, yeah. He wants to be playing. He wants to develop. And the only way he's going to do it is by having time. And for me personally, you will see a lot of C Red UK next next year saying play Dale and Terry. Yeah. Because. To me, it's the only way he's going to develop. So, yeah, I'll quickly let you uh, have your say and then finish it off.
1: Yeah, well, just following on from what you're saying before I read out what I actually wrote, um, I I just think that you can see that Dale and Terry absolutely loves the game of basketball. And yeah. I often get the feeling from watching him, even when he's not playing, when he's on the sideline, when he's talking to the to the guys from some of the, the the training sessions where we've got video footage from and, and yeah you know from uh, what the Bulls put out there he, he just loves the game and he's like this kid that's come out of college and gone I can't believe my luck I'm actually <laughs> getting paid to play basketball you know yeah. and and that's infectious and and he has an, a, that kind of personality that is very very infectious and you can see that they all love being around him and he loves being around them just as much. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's I, I love the kid. I do. I love the kid. And I just really hope that it goes beyond his personality and he actually turns into a, a real baller because um, yeah. that would be just a great package to have that kind of energy on yeah. top of actually being able to play the game really well. and uh, And there's not that many players in the league that that have that complete package um yeah so anyway basically what i wrote was dt is entirely lovable and enjoyable whether he is nutting furniture doing a dance or simply celebrating on the sidelines he is pure uncontained energy we see what he could be if he can learn to harness that energy the right way and correct that gammy shot of his but he is a chancer and a workhorse rolled into one we just need Billy Donovan to give him more of a chance and I gave him a C.
0: Yeah, I think that's pretty much everyone's sort of opinion on him, innit? Yeah. And that's it. You know, he's gonna be back next year, um, hopefully with the Bulls rather yeah. than Windy City. And personally I can't wait and I hope we do see a lot more of him. So, yeah, like I say, I have put a piece out on him. Uh, go check it out and I, mean, I don't know if you've got anything else
1: nope I'm good
0: so yeah uh, apologies if anybody was upset by what we said at the start um, you know or if it comes across as contradictory however but you know that's that's our opinion and we're all entitled to them and as I said go check out serageuk.com uh, unfortunately for some reason you do have to put that into Google for it to come up um, or there are links to it across the socials, and as usual, I've been Matt. You can find me on Twitter at Matt C Red UK, and you can find us on all the socials at C Red UK.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at Neil C Red UK. Um, We would like to thank you as always for tuning in. Please feel free to join in, leave comments, um, anything that you might want us to talk about during the off season. We are open to any any ideas or anything that anybody might want to hear about, so please do write anything you like into either of us or to seered UK on the socials. Um, we do try to uh, respond to most things that come in through the socials as well. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and give us the all important five star review and to have a look at, at checking us out on Facebook as well and the all important new place to go to get your Cred UK. Uh, content is CREDUK.com until next time wherever you are in the world CRED Go Bulls. for
0: the Percolator, it's time for the Percolator Percolator